and this is episode eight. What do you do when others around you are successful? This is a really, really challenging question mm, for me, and I'll I'll be immediately open and honest. Maybe we've lost that art of and that genuine genuineness of just mm. celebrating somebody else. I think everybody feels that. It's what you do with it that counts. The default is it means I'm not doing good enough. My potential, my competency, my capacity, my capability is not about me. Mm. Don't measure what you're trying to achieve against their results. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Winning Life. My name is Gareth Morgan. I'm Leanne Morgan. And this is episode eight. How are we here already? Episode eight. Time is flying, the year is is flying by, and the episodes are flying by. I know, we're in February, and the year is absolutely zipping past, as always. I think that's what happens as you get older. Time goes quicker. I am not (laughs) admitting that I'm getting older. I'm still a 16-year-old. You definitely are not. (laughs) Internally, I am. Internally, mentally, sometimes, you know, you're not childish, you're youthful. There's a difference between childish and being youthful. You are youthful. You've always challenged that in me, so that's good. I think everybody wants to let their little inner child out every now and again. <laughs> how, how does the inner child manifest itself in you, Liam? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe I keep it so suppressed I don't know anymore. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. You, you're you probably better at that than I am. I think I think oh. an observation... Uh-oh. No, no, observa- observation for you is mm. um, when you find something funny and it, oh, it okay. kind of... It triggers you off into then almost then you stop thinking maybe about yourself and then then the little child comes out. The little fit and, of giggles. And yeah, then the, the funny little Leanne comes out. <laughs> and actually I do like to mess about with our, our kids and still like to tickle them even though they're they're grown up now that I'd like to have that. Yeah. yeah. So and that's the And child. you you laugh the most and hear this people, this is accountability. <laughs> you laugh the most when I hurt myself. <laughs> So you have to understand, it's because it's feel funny. sorry for me here, right? So uh, the, the worse an injury I get, so let's say stub my toe, <laughs> hit my head on the boot of the car or the trunk of the car, if you're American, I guess. Um, and the harder that is, the greater the laugh. That's when it's the inner child, the mischievous, I might say, in my so defense, child comes out for Leanne. In my defense, it's funny. It's really funny. I don't it, know what would happen if I, uh, you know, it was some ex- really extreme thing. You know? It's because even my kids will do something and hurt themselves. Like, not seriously, but they'll hurt and they'll go, don't laugh, don't because they know that I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> it's just the kind of, it's the comedy. It's this, yeah. what do they call it? Slapstick humour, isn't it? Of like, just, it's just funny. Personally, I think it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my inner child. What about your inner child? My inner child comes out through competition. That's true. Always. Yes. So I guess the the picture that immediately comes mm. to mind, you know, on a fun fair, the Dodgems is probably where you're going to see the inner child come out of of <laughs> Gareth. That's the bumper cars again. People call them different things because you know it doesn't matter who is in those bumper cars. You know, it could be a dad with a one year old. I'm taking Brutal. you out. I'm taking you out. Brutal. Like, I am. I am on there to win. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, that's when yeah the inner child comes out. I, I just agree. completely forget about my role in society would, and I my responsibility agree. as a leading a family. 
and I am just a kid. So uh, bring on the dodgems. You are very, very competitive. That is true. In fact, that kind of links to today's question. We we did not plan that, but it does link. The best things aren't planned. Uh, Absolutely. Really? Our marriage? (laughs) I mean, I did plan it. You might not have, but I did. You didn't plan the start. (laughs) Meeting one another. Could you imagine how awful that would be? That wouldn't be very romantic if if it was like, okay, are you ready? And go, action. And you met each other. There was an element of planning that I... Oh, yeah, that's called stalking. (laughs) Okay, let's get back to the question, which is, what do you do when others around Mm. you are successful? This is a really, really challenging question Mm, for me. And I'll I'll be immediately open and honest, because I think we want to be like this in our podcast. And the last thing that people need is a podcast or any content where we're trying to present perfection. Yeah, you're certainly not going to get that from me, and you'll get it a bit more from mm, me. She is near perfect, <laughs> little Miss in my Perfect. Eyes. Uh, but no, <laughs> it, it, you know, for me, this is this is challenging. In fact, that there's a couple of uh, of questions in these next few episodes. Yeah. I would say are really challenging, and uh, so yeah, we're going to unpack this mm. more. So I guess success. Uh, maybe maybe we need to look at you know why do people struggle. Mm. to celebrate success in others because i think in this country we can't speak for every other country but i think probably to some extent in every country because it's human nature but particularly in this country we seem to struggle as a society in celebrating the success of others Mm. would you say that's the case absolutely you know i've mentioned it before in other episodes but social media is a brutal harsh place to be and if anyone is achieving something or successful in something they are immediately shot down for something else that they might have done wrong or slipped off and because they are human so they people will deliberately go and find something about that person that will knock them down a peg or two and i hate it hate it and and it's passionately and it's weird isn't it because it's to some degree we we don't mind building people up but oh, it's almost like yeah, we it's, it's, it's almost fa- like we build them up it's false. and then then look for how we can knock them down it's almost becomes like a little game that uh, uh, again a dark game that we mm. as society play that we love it when somebody uh, comes out of nowhere and becomes something but then almost leave them there a while yeah. and then we'll pull and the stool from under their feet but it's still building somebody up really to make me look good that's very, that is very judgmental because not everybody does this, but you can see it because it's human nature. Yeah. People will build others up and, oh, aren't they doing well to make them look good or almost ride on the wings of their success. And I think it's really sad because maybe not everybody and not everybody all the time, but maybe we've lost that art of and that genuine genuineness of just Mm. celebrating somebody else just purely because they're doing a great job and I think it's important to notice that I think it's easy to celebrate somebody who's been successful at something that you're not interested in oh yeah so if it's something you're not doing or you're not interested in it's easy to go oh that is amazing well done that's it so if it's like a you know a world-class underwater basket weaver you know then <laughs> you know i you know i have no problem celebrating you know their, you, i have not got a clue even <laughs> if it's a thing <laughs> but i have no problem celebrating their success because number one 
I hate going underwater. Number two, I can't basket weave. And so, <laughs> therefore, I will just stand back and I will give them all the applause. I have no problem mm. celebrating somebody else who is in a completely different yeah. sector, field, you know, area of skill. But I've got to be honest, where I have struggled, because I've said I am competitive, is when it's in an area where somebody else seems to be getting ahead and therefore all of a sudden that to me I interpret that as mm -hmm. in that's a reflection on my progress that you're not doing as well or yeah so you view it through the filter of well what am I doing so yeah so I don't want to so in one sense what happens is as soon as I see success in an area that is somewhere related then it's almost like the, the spotlight is on me. So, so when somebody else puts the spotlight on somebody else, actually in me, it, the spotlight's on me and reveals my lack. I think, I, I think everybody does that. Do you think? I think that's making me feel better. Anybody yeah. else out there, let us know yeah. in the comments or wherever you're listening to this. Please. I think it takes a, a really mature, special person. And, and again, I think we all do it at times, but I think everybody feels that. It's what you do with it that counts. So I think everybody, because we're human, we are not perfect, doesn't matter how successful we are even, we will look at something that someone else is doing and maybe it's similar to what, what we're trying to do. And that could be anything from being a parent yeah. to working in the same field with somebody to a project that you might be on yeah. or whatever. Um, I think everybody... And particularly these days with social media and the digital world, it's it's literally in front of you all the time. What people are doing, people are always celebrating. They don't put their, you know, their failures on on social media, do they? It's all their successes. So it's there in front of us. And when we see that, I think everybody feels a little pinch of, mm, but what about you? Because we all have this internal battle inside of us of, you know, the the human nature, the flesh, the self. And really the spirit, the real part of you yeah. that kind of says, no, come on, what are you going to do with this thought? What are you going to do with this feeling? What are you going to do with this kind of um, idea that you're not doing as well of, as them? So I think it's actually everybody feels that. So, you, But I honestly, and this isn't to, you know, pump you up and make you look good. I've never seen you act on that and say, oh, they're rubbish or yeah, but have you seen this? Or, you know, you might, it, you have taken the hit personally but I think you've mastered, no, turn that into praise for them and say, well done. Even though internally you might be thinking, but what about me? You've never gone, yeah, but they're rubbish or, you know. So I would it's say, what you do with it. Oh, is I 100% agree with you. I, I would say, though, you know, it, I was going to say, in my, it's not in my defense, actually. It's in, in, in prosecution of me. <laughs> in my <laughs> prosecution against me. Um, you know, whilst, yeah, I don't think I have been that kind of person who would outwardly kind of say, oh, they're, they're rubbish, they're mm. terrible, mm. you know. But inwardly, you know, again, and this is, and on this podcast and through everything that we're doing, you know, we've, we have and we do lead a church <coughs> called Everyday Champions. Um, we have a podcast called Winning Life. Every book I've written has got winning in the title. <laughs> and we wor I work with uh, elite. because you're competitive by any chance? Uh, <laughs> potentially. Um, I work with elite performers and, mm. and we work in that field. And, and, and the common thing here is, is that, you know, we want to succeed. Mm. We want to do well, which is a good thing and, yeah. a, and, a, and a right thing. 
But what happens for me is internally, when somebody else is being successful for far too long and far too many times, the time that I've stayed in that negative mm, place okay. has has it, it is not good enough. You know, because as long as you might, I might not be saying anything external, but internally, what's happening is, you know, I'm I, I get into a slump. It takes the wind out of my sails, okay, yeah. um, or I allow it to. Yeah. It, it doesn't do anything. I, what I turn it into in terms of meaning, that's what it does. And you're right; it's that battle between the spirit, which is your potential, mm. which is the the God part of you, but then your soul, which is your your interpreting element of your mm. your life. In other yeah. words, what meaning you give to it, and and again, what we want to do and what we're talking about here is how do we change the meaning of when somebody else yeah. is successful because naturally for me the default is it means i'm not doing good enough you know it means and that and that can i think that i've seen what it can do in people it either causes people to like you said react outwardly negatively which is kind of the i guess the extreme wrong mm. or internally people start to lower their goals yeah and yep, start true, to settle. It, yeah, they don't want to be disappointed. Yeah, so I'll yeah. just I'll live with my measure of success because I've I've raised the level before and I've fallen short or I've compared myself, and and so people do that. They lower the bar. They they settle. And and what we have to do is we have to learn how to shift out of mm, that. We have good. to change yeah. the meaning. And I believe that is our responsibility before God. Yeah. It's our responsibility before other people because ultimately, and this is what it comes down to, my potential is not about me. Good, yeah. My potential, my competency, my capacity, my capability, it is not about me. Mm. Purpose. The actual word purpose is about being useful. It's about being a means to an end. Therefore, yeah. you know, when we talk about my purpose... Actually, what we're talking about is my usefulness mm. to others. So, again, when you start to realize, again, this is coming back to that thing of what does success mean? We have to realize success fundamentally is about how successful am I in serving yes. others? Sorry to interrupt, but just to let you know that in every episode, Gareth and Leanne will be talking about the importance of getting a plan for your personal and professional life. That's why they've developed the MVP plan. When you develop your MVP plan, surprising opportunities and uncommon results follow. Visit thewinninglife.tv today to get access to your plan and the steps on how to use it. Let's head right back over to their episode. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. If you start to view your purpose through what I'm bringing to everybody else, it, it shifts your, th your thoughts. Because success, really, when we look at that word, um, what it means in society and in the world today is quite, an, I would say, a negative term. It's a positive thing that people want, but it can ha have a negative effect on, on people because success is... It's what is it measured by? It's what's seen, what's kind of, um, it's the evidence of it, it's yeah. the results. Um, it can be to do with kind of fame, fortune, renown, um, you know. So, but I, I would argue that yes, they are, they are 
kind of symbols and they can be things of of success but success cannot be just simply those things how many followers you have how many likes you've had how many people have subscribed to your podcast (laughs) um how you know how much money you have in the bank Uh, all, all of those things um i think success has been reduced to those things so when we see the evidence of that in other people's lives and not in ours based purely on those things alone we think we're not successful and then that internal conversation goes down but you see there's a I think there's something supernatural that happens when we elevate encourage and cheer on other people mm, yeah. genuinely not True. fake in a fake no, way because that's, that's rubbish sincerity. if you're doing it challenging yourself to say i'm i am going to cheer people on something happens to our spirit to our soul and then our mind and our actions that is that we can't manufacture i i totally agree because i think and again let me say at this point most people don't have a definition of success mm. Now, you can go to the dictionary and get a definition of success. But really, you've got to have a definition. If we can't define, and again, this is the winning life, so this is a really important thing for us to talk about. If you can't define the win in any activity or in any area of life, you'll struggle to know, we will struggle to know how well we're progressing. Mm. Other, because otherwise it becomes a moving target. Yeah. It becomes feelings-led. So I feel like I'm doing well. Well, that's not measurable. Okay? So, you know, the definition of success that I tend to use, again, I don't always feel like using this. I can slip back into the wrong definition, which is defined by how I am viewed in the eyes of mm. others, which is the dangerous one. But success for me is bringing the best version of who you are to what truly matters most. That's good. And of course, for me, that's bringing the best version of who I've been created to be to what matters most. The job I feel I've been given, the calling I feel Mm. I've been given. Because when you start to measure it that way, then actually it's about who I'm being in any moment not the result, which goes back to a previous episode, you know, that we've talked about, yeah. you know, about results. And so results are a byproduct. They are not the the, the, the focus mm. in that sense. And so when, when you suddenly realize actually it's about who I am in any moment, then as soon as I remind myself of that, then actually I, how I am towards other people who are successful means I have to step into my true nature, yeah, which is good. I need to encourage i need to build them up if my value is you know is to is to be devoted to people to encourage people to to be passionate then i need mm. to passionately support other people yeah. so i think it's it'd be good for us right now leanne to look at okay w- what do we need to do in that moment when somebody is successful in an area similar to ourselves how can we when the feeling comes and it will come and we feel like oh no i'm not doing well enough or you know we feel resentment or whatever mm. what do you think we can start to do i think this comes back to something that we bring up a lot in these episodes but i think we talked about it uh, particularly a couple of episodes ago was about going back to the plan that we have as well 
because that is something that we talked about. I think it was when we said about results, when I'm, I'm not seeing results, which obviously can fall under this. It's very similar. When we look at somebody else and they are super successful and they're, they're making it in whatever that is. Like I said, it could be that another mum is successfully got their child to sleep through the night. And you're like, what? <laughs> or yeah, it could be... Why doesn't my child sleep through the night? <laughs> Ours never did, by the way. Um, or it could be, you know, like we said, in, in business that you're looking at something in your, in your kind of field that somebody else is achieving that. When you look at that and you feel that pinch of, I'm not there yet. Don't measure your what you're trying to achieve against their results. So it could be like, oh, well, I've not done it, but they have. Yes, but they've got a different plan. They've got a different goal. They've got a different created purpose. They've got a different um, whole calling on their life yep. to do something else. Why are we trying to live out someone else's purpose and then get upset when we look at ours and it's not working out yet? That's so good. I think it comes back to the goal, comes back to the plan, which is why we talk about the MVP plan and yep. maybe it's a good time to do a little push and plug for that that you can go onto the website thewinninglife.tv and you can download your free 90 day um mvp plan however if you want to know more about how to get involved in that you can look at the whole website there and, and just let us know because we are passionate about helping people get a plan i've got to say that that's even though i'm a planner it's gareth is the one that has really developed this and it's helped me so um when we see other people who are successful who are doing well rather than getting bitter let's get better about it that's a real cheesy cliche but actually it's so true don't get bitter let's get better and let's say and i don't remember who coined that phrase but hey we'll use it here um i think it's a non nobody knows possibly but better means do you know what i'm not gonna and it's not about focusing on self it's actually i'm gonna cheer you on yeah. while i work on myself and working on myself looks like being genuine with other people because when your heart is enlarged for others and genuinely pushing people on like I said something changes in your ho whole approach I genuinely want my kids our three children I want them to go on to do better and greater yeah. things than I've done and I want that same attitude almost for everyone else not in a false humility oh I'm nothing I want everyone else to do better if I am too busy cheering other people on then I'm less wrapped up and kind of yeah just wrapped up in my own thoughts and negative negative feelings so um yeah. that's a great thought about the plan because in if you'd have met again we talked about the 16 year old gareth if you'd have met the 16 year old gareth you would not have met a 16 year old planner that's for certain if i'd met the 16 year old gareth we may not have ended up being married that is that is <laughs> that is also potentially true because uh, i've mentioned to you this is this has been a real challenge for me Whilst externally I may not show signs of insecurity, internally it can rage. And I've had to do exactly what Leanne has just said, which is my plan becomes my go-to. It, it becomes my anchor. Um, obviously what it represents and you know, the, the calling and why I do it and who I do it for mm. is, is, is beneath that. But it becomes an anchor point. So every day go to the plan. That enables me to... You know, you've seen the, the racers who go into the 100-meter sprint. You know, they're aware of the competitors around them, but there's a moment where they have to lock into their own lane. Mm. They literally have to, yes, they're, they're competing against others, but they have to lock into the moment when actually yeah. they're competing against themselves. 
It's their performance against their potential, mm. not the performance of other people. And that's what your plan does. It keeps you focused on competing against your potential, which is a good thing. It's the stretching towards um, that that we absolutely need. We need to be being stretched. And I think, you know, one of the, the, the things that I've had to understand is it's not just hungry people who achieve great things. It's hungry, humble people. Mm, yeah. And this is... I don't think there's probably any other kind of area which really tests humility mm. than the not just and and this is the distinction and I talk about this in the winning conversation you see a competitor yeah will say yeah do you know what I'm not just, I'm not going to pull other people who are successful down even in areas where I operate I'll learn from them and and that is do you know what that's a great thing that's 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 hunger that's that's there's a level of humility there but if you want to go a step further if you really want to drive that humility deeper, then actually become somebody who publicly celebrates that person yeah. for being successful, for having a significant mm. contribution. Celebrate what they have achieved because the act of you becoming the, the, the cheerleader, it, it almost just it rules your soul. And it says to the MPC part of you, you know, that... Uh, non-playing character the the part of you which is the losing part of you it almost <clears throat> yeah. just kills that person off inside mm. of you yeah. and says no i'm not going to lower myself to that and I, you know i think if we want to become great leaders in our field in our families you know my children do not need to see uh gareth as a great leader they need to see gareth as a great follower mm, brilliant i love that um my dad actually says that a lot, doesn't he? You know, um, for those of you who don't know, for years, my dad is a, a leader of a church. I would, you know, and I still look to him as my dad, but he, he's now kind of under our leadership in, in our church. And he says all the time, and it's a humbling statement for me. He says, I want to be a good follower. That's really hard as my dad saying that to me, but I want people to see us as great followers that you know everyone's struggling to be the leader everyone's struggling to be number one everyone's struggling to be the best what if we all just helped each other what if we all just supported one another we would all be successful and you know success sometimes we can like I said at right at the very start we can get that warped in our minds um but as Christians you know I look to my ultimate example, who's Jesus Christ. Mm. And when I look at his life, it looks like anything but successful. He only had 12 close friends and they deserted him at the very end. One of them actually betrayed him and gave him over to death. Then he died the most painful, awful criminal death of all. But yet in terms of success, he has enabled us to be reunited with God and, and set us the most incredible example and forgiven us. And, and so success, let's not get caught up in what the kind of norm of success is. Let's really dig down deeper because Jesus took a hold of what he came to earth for. The goal was to forgive us so that we could um, have eternal life. And so he knew that that's, he was resolute yeah. with that. That was what success was for him was to, to die for us. And so we need to stick with our goal, stick with what we know we're called to do. Don't get caught up in what others might think. Oh, nobody's following me. Oh, nobody's listening. Stick with it. If you know that's what you're supposed to do, take your eyes off what other people are doing and just cheer them on instead. And we talked about that in the last episode. Yes, About legacy. Yes. You know, again, the, the, the mission <clears throat> of Christ yeah. was, was ultimately 
about the legacy mm-hmm. of creating a way yeah. for mankind to be back reunited with the Father. And it's really important that the mission drives us. Yeah. The legacy of, of actually, again, what am I being useful for? In what way is the world going to be better because mm. I lived my life yeah. 500 yeah. years from now? And, and there's a verse from Hebrews 10 which says, uh, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. Mm. In other words, let us think proactively, intentionally about how we may be that cheerleader. Yeah. You know, you know, how can I and, and challenge ourselves not just to cheerlead the the easy wins, those who aren't doing anything like what we're mm-hmm. doing, but those who are who we may find it really difficult to yeah. actually celebrate because they're actually doing well in an area that is similar to us mm. and and it goes on to say let us encourage one another especially as the day is drawing near it says in other words as the day drawing near is reflect it reflects on the fact that times do get difficult mm. they will get difficult we f- saw this in the pandemic actually the pandemic created a level of humility in society mm. that i think was that was the, although we wouldn't have wanted a pandemic no it was a refreshing change it was almost a level playing field a leveling out um and i think that's when the kind of a sense of community arose and of course the longer we're away from the pandemic now Mm. we kind of go back to some default settings here it's almost the opposite now where people are at each other's throats it's almost like we've forgotten who we were in the in the pandemic but you know the real you is someone who's here to serve Mm. the real you uh, is the person who has that mission to 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 see others progress, to see others grow, to see others become everything that God created them to become. So, mm. Leanne, a great conversation, yeah, a challenging conversation, but I think there's a real clear action point there for us, isn't there? Yeah, and even talking about it, it kind of makes you go, oh, I don't have to struggle and strive. Yeah. There's a difference between working hard on a goal and struggling and striving. Totally. And we're not created to, to strive like that in our own strength. We're, we're created to be diligent with our plans and diligent with what we're called to do. So actually, I feel like I've been refreshed this morning as Good. well. Sets you on, I have on the right track. Yeah, go and find that person that you need to celebrate Good and point others point. to them, whether it's on social media or a text or in person. Let's take this challenge on it. It's the challenge of champions. There's more in you than you think. And so go and be who you've been created to be. Take care. Until next time, God bless. See you soon. We hope that you enjoyed that episode. And if you enjoyed it, please go and subscribe over on all of our channels on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, and not forgetting your favorite podcast platform. And if you head over to thewinninglife.tv, you'll be able to find all the resources available to you. Gareth has written several books which will help you on your discovery to building stronger and better lives. Come and join us for the next episode.